You're listening to the Prime Podcast, the Young Adult Culture of Abundant Living Faith Center, with Cruz Ramirez and Mark McGaffin. My people, Prime people, want to welcome to you to another edition of the Prime Culture Podcast. I'm Mark McGaffin. I'm in here in the studio with Pastor Cruz Ramirez and Miss Diana Yo. Ramirez. Hey, Ramirez boo. crew, tell them what's really good. Hey, boo, what's good? You look good today. <laughs> what's up? Good to see you. Hey, what's up, what's up culture? culture? Hey. What's today, Mark? It is Valentine's Day. Let's go. You are either very excited about what you'll be doing today, or you are very sad. <laughs> yeah, or, or indifferent. Wait, like you know, or you what? might be this a little excited but kind of sad also. Right, or this day doesn't even exist. What? Oh, what what's Valentine's? Who cares? Oh, <laughs> so if you're one of those that thinks it does not exist, I want you to take a little trip to Walgreens and remind yourself that today, <laughs> today is Valentine's Day. And we have a very oh <laughs> hashtag rude, rude. We have a, we have a very special edition of the Prime Culture Podcast. But before we get into, it, I have to tell you, I don't know if this is true for either of you, but sometimes, oh have you ever been so thirsty where anything will do? For 100%. real, one hundred percent. Here's the worst. One of the worst things for me is a hot bottled water. Oh, uh, right? that's so bad. If you're in El Paso and you're like super drenched, maybe you're walking up the hills and down the hills at UTEP. Ugh. Come on, you know the hills at campus, yep. and you are just like just parched, right? Just like, oh my gosh, I'm dehydrated. You get in the car and you look at the bottle of water. You know you're gonna, you know you're gonna regret it. You know you're gonna hate yourself for it. But what do you do? You drink it. And yeah. it's like 100 degrees, man. Yeah. That's the worst to me. You put you're, it down. I get angry. Like, you get angry. Like, you're drinking and you're like, man, I, I want this, but I didn't think it was going to make me feel this way. Now I'm mad, but I'm drinking it. I'm committed to it because yeah. I don't like I don't like half like half like half drunk bottled waters in my car. Yeah, it's, it was it's the worst. So now man. you were hot on the outside. Now you're really hot on the inside. You're just burning everywhere. <laughs> and I think that um, when it comes to being thirsty, this is going to kind of roll right into our conversation today because a thirsty need is a dangerous Ooh. need. It's Ooh. it's dangerous. And I think that there's a lot of people in our culture today that are mad thirsty for relationships. Like, like we've got a countdown to our wedding and we haven't even caught eyes with the person yet. Um, you know what, Mark? I, when we were going to talk about this, I went ahead and went to UrbanDictionary.com. Can I tell you guys what thirsty means Bless really us, in Diana. our culture? Bless I us. feel like usually our form of thirsty is like, yeah, we'll take anything. We're hungry for whatever. But culture's definition of thirsty is the synonym for being horny. Well, what, well, well uh, <laughs> could be. Uh, okay. Could like, be. Like straight up, that's what they want. <laughs> One thing only. Oh, I, I, I mean, I agree. I agree. I think that you can wrap up being... Man, we, we just went there, right? We're right away. We're, we're like four minutes into the pot. We jumped Diana, to, Diana just came into it. straight in. We're like, just <laughs> reading the definition, yeah. guys. We are in the mud. <laughs> Let's clear this up. I, I, I agree with you. I agree. I agree that being thirsty can include your sexual drive, your sexual appetite. But I don't think it's limited to just horniness and, and biological drive. Yeah. You know, I think I think that thirsty is any impulse that is causing you to make really narrow, short-term, myopic decisions where it's like, I just want to quench this thirst. Yeah. I just want to put this fire out. It's like out. unbridled desire. Yeah, come Way on. too that, much. I think that's good right there. Yeah, okay. So definition two, desperate. Slash yes, eager. There you there go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They wanted to shock yeah. me right away. So that's, you know. They, they, yeah. You got all of our attention. Someone was driving with. Uh. 
Uh, hey, there was like a 22 yeah. year old listening to this, like, like blush. You just yeah. made the whole culture blush. Like, yeah. there are like 22 year olds right now who are like, like, kind of grown. Who are yeah. like, wait, wait, um, can, wait, wait, what? You can say horny on a podcast? Like, yeah, I guess on a we, Christian church podcast. We just kind of, ju- we're not going to talk about the original anymore. We're just going to talk about sex this whole time. There, there talk about is. a horny need is a dangerous need. <laughs> There's a reason the devil has horns, people. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, so I think that when we're talking about desperate, um, we have like certain emotional needs that are raw, that are desperate, and we can trade our emotions, bodies, our dignity for something that won't really help us to improve in the long run. I agree. That's so true. I agree. And so as we're kicking this thing off today, we want to talk about you might be thirsty if. We're not saying you might be horny if, yeah. but you might be <laughs> thirsty or desperate if, or maybe you are horny. Maybe yeah. you are. This and may listen, help you as well. You know, and let, let's just pass to the culture for a quick second, Mark and Diana. Like it. To me, the thought is this. like I don't want you walking away thinking that horniness is all in it of itself wrong and bad. Right. right? Like, like I, I think church does a bad job oftentimes in making biological normalcy right. and proper biological function a taboo thing. Okay, you're a 21-year-old dude and your stuff is working. Hey, you're a 20-year-old girl and your biology is working. Hello, that's okay. And so I don't want you walking away from this from this time together and, and, and this content feeling like, oh, man, man, I'm horny today. Like, uh, I'm, I'm a horrible person. On the contrary, I want you to, number one, recognize, I feel like this is like totally like <clears throat> health health sciences class, right? Like, <laughs> here, we go. like here we go, right? But I want you to, number one, God created you with that drive, with the desires. God did not make a mistake with the desires that he gave you, right? right? right. Um, but Mark, you nailed it right now. You said like an unbridled, untamed desire is a dangerous one, right? And so I want you to know, I want you guys that are listening to know this, that the impulses that the desires that you have is what makes, it's what makes you human. Your want to have someone in your life, your want to be, to be loved, to be held it is completely human. God engineered you that way, but he also created you to experience that within a certain construct. Right. But anyway, I just wanted to pause and just say, hey, don't feel bad if you if your biology works. Right, because sex Congratulations. is, I mean, well, and sex is good within the confines of God's of marriage. plan, marriage, right. 100%. 100. Okay, we're we talking got about that. thirst. Yeah, we got that. <laughs> yeah, your biology is working. And Congratulations, so, welcome to the planet. You, yeah. you made it. Yeah, you're human, man. But like, you might be thirsty <laughs> yeah, if. Let's go. You care more about how you look than who you are. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, 100%. Ladies, I mean, it's good, of course. I'm all about fitness, getting your hair done, getting your nails did. I mean, that's 100. But if your outside time that you spent on yourself is so much more than what's inside and how much you invest in yourself and how much you're willing to put into yourself because you, I mean, sorry. Are you good? For you're willing to put into yourself. Because um, remember, we always have to bring something to the table. So you want to be able not just to bring your pretty looks, but you have something of substance inside of That's you really good. that somebody, you know, wants to take you up on. Because it can't just be you looking for somebody with substance, but somebody's looking for you to have substance yeah. as well. Yeah. It's really good. No, it's hard. It's hard to get by on just looks. I know firsthand. You know, like <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> no, hey, no, but I, I, I agree, Dan. Thanks for speaking to that. Like, um, to me, to me, the thought is this, you guys. Like, if you're getting dressed and you're like, like you're caring for yourself, I think, I think we all should, guys and girls, we should care for ourselves. I think you should have some good hygiene, some good self love, some self care. But if you're doing it from the sense of 
oh man, like I'm going to get people's attention. I'm going to get, they're going to like me because I did these squats. They're going to like me because my hair looks this way. They're going to like me because of X, Y, Z. You're doing it for the wrong reasons, right? And I think that, I think you might be thirsty if um, you're you're pushing so hard to have your self-worth determined by someone else's lips and have your self-worth determined by someone else's opinion of you. Like, don't look good because you need someone else's validation. 100. Look good because God created you in his image. Yeah. And then you value that. When you don't get the affirmation from that somebody, then it you're going to be crushed you. every yeah. single time. So Absolutely. how are you going to build yourself up from the inside if you're waiting for that other person to build you up? And I love this. We got some momentum here, baby girl, real quick. Like, to me, it's like, and, and whether you're a guy or a girl, like, I, I, like to me, it's like, don't get frustrated when someone treats you like an object when you've presented yourself through objectification. Mm. You know, you've just presented, here are the goods that I offer. And that's all we see on Instagram. And that's all we see in your outfits. And that's all we see. And like now we people, well, they only look at me like I'm a piece of me. They only look at me because I got this and I got that, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, but if that's all you're presenting, don't get mad at people when they're trying to buy what you're, what it looks like you're selling. Wow. That's good, but you should brush your teeth. But you should brush your teeth, <laughs> you and you should that. wear Floss. deodorant. Yeah, yes. you should get you, do your hair. Consider doing your hair. Yeah, put some Consider makeup it. on, some blush, something. Iron your shirt, bro. But you might also be thirsty if you continue texting without receiving a reply. Oh God! <laughs> if, you're, if you see your text just tallying oh, up, it's like text after text. Um, girls, you're not his mom. Like Yo. only moms, <laughs> only moms do that. Like call me back, call me back, call me back. Like seriously. And someone just at? said, uh, no, my, not just my mom, my girlfriend does that all the time. Okay, girls, well, they don't need another mom. So Hello. chill out. Hello, oh my If it gosh. still says delivered, don't text, <laughs> just wait. <laughs> And if if they left you on red, there might be a reason. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. You might want to watch yourself there. You could also be thirsty if your feelings always seem to overrule your faith. So does that mean like compromise? Like if you're always compromising what you, your standards for that one person. Yeah. Okay. You might be thirsty. Yeah, yeah, that's thirsty. 100%. And that's stupid also. Yeah, I mean, because we rise or, or fall to the level of standards, right? Come on. And every situation in your life is re- relationships, um, at work, um, yeah. whatever it is, we're going to rise and fall to whatever kind of standard we set. And maybe the, the situation you find yourself in today is that you might be thirsty because you don't have standards. And so you find yourself lowering to a lot of different relationships you should have never been in. You look back two months, two weeks, six months, whatever it is, saying, how the heck did I get into right, this? Right. Look no further than your standards. Absolutely. So ladies, take time. I'm talking to the ladies. Okay, take girl. time Preach. to figure out who you are. Who are you before this person comes into your life? That way, when when A, B, and C comes into your life, you know exactly what you want, who you sure. are, and where you want to go. Because if you don't, like Pastor Mark said, you're going to take anything and you're going to be with anybody and you're going to waste so much time. And believe me, you don't want that baggage on you. Wow. And whoever's really excited about just like, hey, I got something really average today. (laughs) (laughs) I got the most average pair of kicks. Nobody. Nobody Nobody wants average. Nobody. We all want want the best. Why do we settle for less in our relationships? Because we're thirsty. Because we're thirsty. But you might also be thirsty (laughs) if... You care more about being wanted than being respected. Oh, geez. Wow. Oh, geez. Prime culture. I'm talking to you because when we're in this age group, we're between, I don't know, 20 and 28. You guys already think that you're supposed to be married and have two kids. And 
the norm now is not that, and it's okay. But um, this really cool um, quote I found was, marriage will not complete you, and singleness won't kill you. So wanting to be married and wanting to be loved more than actually taking the time to respect who you are and who you want to be, I promise you, like, if you take your time and look for the person that you want and are you have those standards within you, I mean, two weeks down the line, you're not going to be ready for a divorce. No, I think I think I think you just nailed it right now. I think there's a lot of pressure behind wanting to be wanted, right? I think a lot of a lot of times we're so driven by by different statuses, right? And different different just being able to say I'm with someone. Like don't don't be with someone just to say that you're with someone. Yeah. Don't be wanted or don't allow, you know, your your the definition of your worth be driven by someone's want, you know, desire someone else's desire for you doesn't have to mean that you have to oblige their desire. Right. And so, um, but I don't think, I don't think wanting to be desired is necessarily a bad thing. I think it becomes a bad thing when you're willing to be wanted on, uh, always willing to be wanted on other people's terms. Right. Right. I think, I think if you say, okay, this person want like is attracted to me, they have a desire to, to know me, to be around me, to be in my space. Well, let, let's see if they will, honor my terms. That's what Mark was talking about when he said, you know, you don't want to be, you don't want to be wanted more than you want to be respected. Right. Right. But sometimes they they don't have to be mutually independent of each other. Sometimes you can explore someone's want of you, someone's, someone's desire for you, someone's attraction to you. You can explore it, but you have the safety of boundaries. Yeah. Will, will you desire me within the construct of these boundaries? The way I respect myself, will you still want me if you have to want me and you can get me through the construct of this of these boundaries. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Well, I know? think I think too that if you are respected first, the want will come second. Sure. But if you pursue the want first, respect may never follow. Mm. It. That's a But you could point. also you could also be thirsty if you continue to pursue but they've never pursued you. Yeah, that's just sad. I mean, <laughs> that is that is almost the epitome of thirsty. Yes. Like, wow. But but some people in, are in relationships and this is the reality is you've been fighting for this relationship and you've been pursuing it, pursuing it, pursuing it, and you're working, working, working. I mean, majority of, of counselings that I go through and people that I talk to and try to help with relationships, this is really, if we just summed it up, that's the problem. It's because they stopped pursuing, they stopped working on the relationship, yeah. Yeah. and now it's just one person just working, working, working. So I guess, yeah, we just have to remind ourselves, is the relationship I am in giving me life? Is it pushing me forward? Is it taking me somewhere? Now, if all those questions come up to no, 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 okay, then what am I doing here? The writing is on can, the wall. Can I be honest with myself and look at myself in the mirror and say, you know what? This is over. And be okay with that. Do I respect myself enough to say it's done? That's a great great statement diana like to, that that's an incredible aha moment for a lot of people yeah exactly that they need mm-hmm. like you know what this is over mm-hmm. wow wow and i'm going to quote something that pastor charles taught um in this series in, in the teaching that he did called against the wind which is brilliant um no it's called endings and beginnings and a statement he makes is the end of this is not the end of me right right you know, so and sometimes things come to an end, even even when the thing continues. Right. So we'll talk from the con from the from from the narrative, you and I, Diana, of 16 years of marriage. Right. But 16 years in the first five years, 
went and came and went. Mm-hmm. The first 10 years came and went. And you and I aren't in a relationship right now based on what it was 10 years ago. You yeah. know what I mean, it's what it was maybe seven years ago when, when Chloe was born. Right. Um, and so I think that, man, this is, man, I'm glad you brought this up, Mark. Like, I think this is a healthy place for, for those of you who are learning life right now in your early twenties to be able to be honest with yourself and say, man, this thing came, I enjoyed it, or maybe I didn't enjoy it as much. Right. And it has moved on. It served its purpose. I'm not the person who first came into that relationship. And maybe this relationship isn't for me. Maybe this arrangement isn't for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, w- my question to you would be this, like, w- what are you holding on to? What are you fighting for? Right. What's left there? Is it just for the sake of saying you're with I, someone? I, I didn't give up on this. Yeah. Or are there real things that real spoils to this fight? Real things that you're really fighting for? Tough questions, but I think they're valuable for you to ask. And as you ask these questions, you might just not be thirsty anymore. And you might want to ask yourself the question, what do I want in a relationship? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think otherwise it just kind of happens as it comes, right? It's like, well, I mm-hmm. guess this is what I want. But if you're really honest about it and you search your heart, what am I looking for in a relationship and a husband, a wife, or, or whatever? I think that then you you let that guide you forward for what you want. Otherwise, yes. you'll always bend to something else Absolutely. and say, well, I guess this is what I need. And I'll just continue to pursue it because I need this. You also might be thirsty if you don't care if the divorce hasn't been finalized yet. <laughs> wow. Don't girl, don't go there. That, I think that's called adultery. Oh wow. You might be correct. You might be correct. <laughs> I, I think don't that's do I it. Think, I don't, Too much don't, it's baggage. never worth it's it. It's never worth it. The grass is never greener. If he did it to her, he's probably gonna do it to you. Oh shoot. I mean, um, real um, talk. Facts. Facts. You might be thirsty if you spend more time on ChristianMingle.com than in your Bible. <laughs> swipe, swipe left. <laughs> you need to, you need to learn to swipe right, swipe, swipe right. the right way. Yeah, right. Tinder, Christian Mingle. Yeah, watch out. Just be careful. Using a mouse to find a spouse. Be careful. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my God. Be careful. But you might also be thirsty if I was using the mouse to find a spouse and, <laughs> and I, found I found a rat. rat. Let's go. <laughs> We're just setting them up today. You might be thirsty if you're that guy who volunteers at church once a year at one sisterhood conference. (laughs) Hey, at least you're consistent. Yeah, I know, right? You creeper. We can always count on you once a year. Creeper. (laughs) Hey, you might be thirsty as well if you get jealous of the girl talking, standing next to the guy you like, even though she's just a greeter doing her job. Wow. How dare you talk to him like that? You better not even look at my mans like that. <laughs> not oh. your territory, boo. Hey, you oh might be gosh. thirsty if you used to serve on the down low, but now you creep on the down low. Oh my gosh. You might you might be, be a creeper. You know, you know we can see that you saw our Instagram story, right? You know we can see yeah, that. We don't, can, don't be a we creep. Can see you. Don't don't do it. Yo, like, like, let me like, like let's just park it there for like like forty five seconds, guys. Can I can we just talk to you real quick? I, I really think that that the ladies appreciate openness. The sure. ladies appreciate. Hey, here's here's what I think. Here's my intention. Now don't don't go be a caveman and don't go just be a like. You will like, be my wife. You know what I mean? Or like trying to drop <laughs> yeah, lines, do right? That. Like, hey girl, how much does a polar bear polar bear weigh? Enough to break the ice. What's good? You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do that, right? That like, was really good. Do you like that? That was really good. That, that, that's, that one's been Someone marinating Someone pause for right years. now. Rewind. Use that today. <laughs> Someone wrote that down. Someone wow. wrote that down. No, no. But like, I, I think there's just something to be said about like, honestly, 
may, I, I'd say maybe five, five, six out of ten guys who are creeps are just awkward. Mm. You know, maybe they don't intend to be creepers and they don't intend to be that guy, right? But they just don't know how to talk. Like, real talk, just just go talk. Like, you know, like the, don't go there with the expectation of we're gonna we're gonna have a crazy relationship or we're gonna hook up tonight or whatever. For real, don't go with the expectation of we're gonna hook up tonight, right? <laughs> but like, don't put pressure on yourself. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you're if you're into a girl, if you're into into someone, just go talk. Please, guys, introduce I have, yourself. I have like, so many girls coming up to me. Like, you know what? I think this guy's cute or whatever, but he won't even talk to me. Do you think it's okay for me to approach them? Like, I'm not even joking. Wow. Prime culture men, come on, come on, step culture. it up, because there's so many amazing young ladies Absolutely. that would love to talk to you, but you don't talk to them. So I have all these girls asking me is it okay as a christian girl and i have respect for myself just to go talk to this guy and ask him out for coffee oh my gosh seriously my goodness okay i'm gonna help all the guys out <laughs> please mark maybe you you are you get nervous and you don't know the right words to say i'm gonna encourage you if you want to find out more about a young lady to go on instagram and um you can find out so much by their social their social media. So what I want you to do is kind of look at all their posts and check stuff out. Don't like anything yet. I want you to go all the way back to the beginning of their profile when they first started posting stuff. And I want you to like their first 10 posts. And that's really going to help you out. Is this for real? No, it's not Because they're going to take your advice, Mark. And I'm telling you, that my will, girls that, are going to tell me. That will get some conversation started for sure. Oh, my God. Guys, well, at least I'll see you coming. Please don't do that. Well, you might be thirsty if you're really only interested in a two-person circle. Yeah. <laughs> and laying hands. Oh, my God. two-person circle. Yeah, that's thirst. I think, I think this means you're thirsty. And uh, I think if you disagree with me, that's fine, too. We're having a conversation. Uh, whether you are in the car, or you're in the gym, you're at school, you're pretending to be working, whatever you're doing, we're glad you're listening today. But I would like to, maybe there's some conversation about this. I think you might be thirsty if you're willing to date your best friend's ex. Oh, gosh. That's thirsty. That's messy. That's trifling. All of the above. Seriously. Wait, hold on. What if what's, they have permission? What, what's this? What, yeah, there we go. Hold on. Is there a window of time? I think bro code is like don't don't date your best friend's ex or your best friend's sister. I think if you don't want to be friends anymore, then go, go for, for it. it. <laughs> That's facts. Truth. Yeah. You know what? Facts. It's been, we've had a good run. It's been a couple years. That's real good I mean, run. But if you really think about it, if they're really your best friend, you would never want to date the ex because you knew, you know how they treated your girl unless they treat them really you know what i mean like well, and, yeah that's unless it's like story. you know hey my friend is a real <laughs> that's loser. The, yo exactly. yo real that we might be now, blessing now, someone we might be blessing right. someone because like they're 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 the, the best friend might be a dysfunctional thirst yeah. trap hey. yeah and because all thirst traps aren't just yep. romantic it's like this totally dysfunctional relationship right and if you know your girl is cray cray and she totally jacked it up with a good dude Take the yeah. good dude. Go for real. Take the good dude and lose the cray cray friend. Pastor for real. Cruz, someone just took a praise break right <laughs> now. What that shot top on the treadmill? They just upped that thing up to level ten and they're sprinting right now. They're ready to make their move on Valentine's Day. All right, so you might be thirsty if you're down to flirt in order to convert. Wow. Okay. Any means necessary? I mean, I mean. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. I was hoping you were going to go there because I love to hear this argument. It's so fun to me. No. I've, I've heard of it working once or twice, but it's like once or twice out of 100. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's always all bad. 
Right. Yeah, no. It's false advertisement. It's it's the old bait and switch. I wouldn't be happy. Yeah. And you know what the truth is, I don't know whether or not I would want to paint Jesus in that context. I think I think Jesus is enough. But I almost I'm also thinking this, like if if you're flirting in order the flirt in order to convert is hoping that you'll your relationship with this person is enough to change them and to change your life and redirect their life, don't play yourself. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. So good. Don't play. Don't play yourself. It never works. Dan, how long have you and I been in this in in this in this game? Right, like twenty years almost. Mm-hmm. Right. How often do we tell people, "Look, you're not you're you're not enough to fix her. You're not enough to fix him." Right. If Jesus yeah. can't do it, if his mommy or daddy couldn't do it, you're not gonna. You're do not it. gonna do 100%. it. One hundred percent. And the contrary, he's gonna mess you up. Right. You know, don't do it. Pray for them from a distance, and ask the Lord to do do a work in their heart or something, but. Just don't play yourself because you're flirting with disaster. Yeah. No, it's so it's true. Good. I think because when it comes to relationships, it's not a bad desire to have. Right. But when it becomes right. a thirsty desire, mm-hmm. um, then that's when it becomes dangerous. And part of this is because we get become so preoccupied with what we want that we forget to be careful of who we're becoming in the process. Yeah. And so we want, we want it so bad and then we end up losing ourselves along the way. And we stop yeah. working on ourselves a lot of times because we're so yes. busy trying to Absolutely. become something for somebody else. Absolutely. And I think that um, it's important for all of us to understand that my present condition is a result of my past disciplines. Today, I I choose how I will be in the future. Yes. And how I build my foundation now is what it's going to look like in the future. So if you want to have a, a powerful marriage in the future, become a powerful person today. Right now. It's not going to happen by osmosis. It's no. not going to happen by a special prayer to altar call. It's going to happen by your choices you make now in your dating relationships, the yes. choices you make now Every in your day. friendships, the choices yes. you make now with your finances. It Every all is building a foundation day. to how your life is going to be built and what kind of legacy you're going to leave to your kids, your mm-hmm. grandkids. Start thinking with the future in mind instead of getting the present day what I'm thirsty for right now. That's right. You know, That's I, so good. I think this gives a whole another connotation to we're building something here, right? Absolutely, um, man. Yeah. You know, you have to you have to recognize that you and God. I mean, guys, there isn't there there there's a reason why we're so we're so insanely specific with the languaging we use, right? When we say him and us, that's the we. That's the we that should be building something. Him and us. Him and you. Him and your friendships, right? Him and your relationships, yeah. etc. Um, and you have to recognize. I love what Mark and Diana just said that that you're you're laying you're you're laying the foundation. You're you're building the framework for the house that you're going to be living in in your 30s, right? And it doesn't magically change one day when you buy a ring and you have an incredible, right. you know, video recap of your engagement or of your, you know, your guy proposing to you or you found the dress. You don't magically change when the caterer shows up for your wedding reception mm-hmm. and you do your first dance. All that is, is a culmination of the last few years of what you've built. And you're going to have to live with that yeah. every day. Sadly, it's a lot of conversations we have is, oh, well, when we get married, this is going to change. Or, no you know, yeah, when well. we get married, he's going to become better. I, If you have red flags right now, I promise you one day is not going to take those red flags away. They're still going to be there when you say I do. So before you say I do, you better figure out that that's what you want. If not, I mean, you, we really don't want to go down this long road of I should not have. 
Yeah, we're building for our future, correct? Like Matthew, I think it's chapter 7, Jesus talking about the foolish builder and the wise builder. Yes. And I think when it comes, we're building our lives. It's not just one area of our life, but we're building every area. Yeah, and absolutely. if the saying is true, show me your friends, I'll show you your future, then how much more impacting is show me your significant other Jeez. and I'll show you your future. Jeez, absolutely. We're, we're, we're building and the life we have is a life that we build. We're free to date anybody we want. Right. But we also have to live with the impact of who we choose today. You know, I, I think I think this is so so key to talk about, man. Um, you might be thirsty if you're you're the only one you consult with when it comes to decision making with your romantic life, your love life, your relationship life. Yeah, that's thirsty, right? Because a lot of times, people would save you good counsel. Wise wise counsel will save you heartache. Will save you a year and a half of bad decisions, whatever. Um, and Diana, you shared this with me. Um, I think it was last year, but you know, you said something like, you know, we spend so much time training for a job and we spend so much time, um, you know, training, like, like, like going to college, you spend four years going to college for just a job, you know, or for a profession, but we spend zero time preparing for a love life or preparing right. for a marriage and we make all of those all of those decisions we make based on sheer emotion and sheer feelings and you you said it earlier you might be thirsty if if you care more about your feelings than you do your faith mm-hmm. you know and what would happen man what would happen if you brought faith and in, in, inserted them over your feelings when it came to your decision making in relationship building whether it's romantic, platonic, friend, yeah. social, whatever, right? But what would happen if you brought in your faith, believing and speaking? I believe Good. this about me, and because I believe this about me, I behave this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? How much would that how much would that change if we, we weren't just driven by the butterflies in our stomach, right? Yeah. A lot of times we call the butterflies in our stomach, we call it, oh man, I, it's just a feeling or I just know we're supposed to be together. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, bro, no, the butterflies you have is the fact that another girl other than your mom is willing to touch you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like... No, man. And so I think I, I, I think that one of the ways we can stop being thirsty is bringing faith, bringing Jesus right yes. into into the decision making. Jesus, Jesus said that to a thirsty woman yeah. in John chapter four. Right. right. You drink for me. You'll never, never thirst, thirst ever again. Yes. You know, I'll, I'll meet every single need, man. And so I just think that um, I just think that that's a big a big deal for us is to teach. Well, I think that also comes with maturity. Yeah. And I think um, a lot of times when we were younger, we had no clue what we were doing, but now it's like you guys have so much information and because you have so much information, then use it. Like, don't just listen to it. Like be mature enough to say, you know what, right now I'm not in a good place today, or I'm not in a good place to make these, um, emotional decisions. I'm going to go ahead and sit back, create my standards, take my time and look towards my, my future. Because at the end of the day, we do want to build something here, him and us. Pastor Cruz, can you give us 60 seconds, the takeaway for today? Here we go. The takeaway for today is this. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said this. It is always the right time to do the right thing. There's no way I can add anything else to the brilliance of that man's statement. But I do want to give you this thought. It's always the right time to do the right thing. And it's always the right time to be the right person. So I just want you guys to remi- remind yourselves. I'm, I'm not going to tell you what we're against. I'm not going to tell you what to do, what not to do. But I will say this. Always, always have the desire to do the right thing and to be the right person. I believe this, that as you do that, you'll have these Quora moments, these moments of right, ta- right time, right place, right happenings. 
in your life. And something just happens beautifully when we choose to do things the right way, God's way. We get the right results. We get God's results. So do not be embarrassed. Do not be ashamed. And don't apologize for doing the right thing at the right times. You guys have all the right stuff. Shout out New Kids on the Block. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that's so good. Hey, that wraps it up for us here today. Mark McGaffin here with the incredible... Miss Diana the and Pastor the Miss Diana. <laughs> the Ramirez squad. We're so glad. Hopefully you all were blessed today, encouraged, maybe challenged. But hey, you got this. You can live well, lead well, love well, and date well. I believe it's possible. Thank you so much. Be back here. Check out part two. It's going to be awesome. We are so glad you joined us. We will see you here next time. Prime Culture Podcast. Yes.